Hello and welcome to All Things Relative. I am your host, writer and narrator Rishit Gadre. Today I am going to talk about the basics of a black hole, ranging from their formation all the way to a hypothetical encounter. Once a massive main sequence star that has a mass greater than the Chandrasekhar limit of 1.4 solar masses dies, it collapses into itself and gravity takes over. This causes it to crumble upon itself, creating so much energy that it fuses electrons with protons to form neutrons. These neutrons are further squeezed, which soon surpasses the neutron degeneracy pressure, causing all the mass of the star to collapse into a tiny infinitesimally small dot with zero volume and the mass of the whole star focused on this point. This point has infinite density, forming a theoretical singularity. This singularity creates such a deep bend in the space-time continuum we spoke about in episode 1 that it creates an infinite gravity well that is so deep that it actually ruptures the space-time continuum. Due to this infinite gravity, everything gets pulled into the center of this black hole. The gravitational strength is so strong that even light cannot escape the pull. The rupture in the space-time allows the creation of a specific black hole structure that consists of three basic parts, an accretion disk, photon sphere and an event horizon. When matter falls into a black hole, it starts orbiting the singularity at rapid speeds, swirling towards the center like a giant whirlpool. This disk of matter that is revolving around the black hole is called the accretion disk. Between the accretion disk and the central singularity lies the photon sphere. Photons are small packets of electromagnetic light energy. We know that light travels in a straight line, but in this case the strong gravity causes the light to bend and it revolves around the central singularity forming this circular sphere of photons. Between the photon sphere and the eventual singularity lies the most fundamental part of the black hole, the event horizon. As the name suggests, this is a boundary beyond which nothing can escape the black hole, not even light. This is known as the point of no return. The event horizon can be said to represent the edge of a well with no definite bottom. The radius of the event horizon is known as the Schwarzschild radius and can be calculated using the gravitational constant, speed of light and the mass of the black hole. This helps physicists model this boundary. Another interesting phenomena takes place at the event horizon. This phenomena was published in 1974 by a young physicist who would soon become a household name, Stephen Hawking. In the paper titled Black Hole Explosions, Stephen Hawking spoke about the union of quantum mechanics and general relativity to propose the idea that black holes have leaks. This theory can be explained with the following basic thought experiment. Imagine a void of empty space. Hawking proposed that this void was not so empty after all and there was a constant production of pairs of virtual particles, matter and antimatter, that spontaneously appeared and cancelled each other out, 
briefly using the energy of space itself. If this phenomena took place close to a black hole at the event horizon for example, the gravitational pull of the black hole would suck in one of the particles, leaving the other to be released out of this black hole. This surviving particle will not have any counterpart to be cancelled out, so it will travel through space after siphoning off some energy from the black hole itself, and then be detected as Hawking's radiation. Stephen Hawking predicted that this slow loss of energy could slowly but surely lead to the demise of a black hole. Since black holes suck in all the light, no light reflects off it to reach our eyes. If light does not reach our eyes, we are not able to see these black holes. Initially, physicists used certain conclusions to spot uh, black holes via observation. These included the presence of a binary star system with only one visible star. Scientists concluded that a black hole may be the second member of this star system, slowly siphoning matter from the other visible star. Finally, on April 10, 2019, the first ever successfully captured image of a black hole was released to the world for all of us to enjoy. This was done by setting up a network of telescopes all around the world that acted as one large telescope with an aperture equivalent to the diameter of the Earth. They looked for the silhouette of the event horizon and the beginning of the accretion disk, where matter and light revolved at rapid speeds, and thus they spotted the black hole. Experiencing the process of being sucked into a black hole has no fixed practical answers, but physicists have been able to theoretically predict what would happen if you are sucked in one. As you enter the accretion disk, you will be able to see the back of your own body. This would be because light here would be travelling in a circular path. So the light reflected off your back would revolve all around the black hole and reach your eyes in front. Tiny matter particles would be zooming around close to the speed of light here and you would be bombarded by these particles. If you are lucky enough to stay alive, Moving closer to the event horizon will cause the part of your body closer to the black hole to experience a greater gravitational pull. This will start stretching your body as you move closer and this stretching process will intensify and it is called spaghettification. As the name suggests, you will be turned into a human spaghetti noodle and in one cosmic slurp be sucked into the singularity adding to its mass. It is believed that you will not survive to tell this tale. Through further research and modeling, astronomers have realized that there is a presence of supermassive black holes, ones with masses millions and billions the times of that of the Sun, at the center of galaxies, including our own Milky Way. The event horizon for these black holes can be larger than the size of our whole solar system. Finally, let me quote Stephen Hawking. So Einstein was wrong when he said, God does not play dice. Consideration of black holes suggests not only that God does play dice, but he sometimes confuses us by throwing them where they can't be seen. Thanks for tuning in to All Things Relative. Feel free to share and hit follow. This is Rishit Gadre signing off.